Welcome to One Girl in All the World, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer rewatch podcast where we recap each episode in order and discuss. I'm Ashley, Buffy super fan. I'm Kimmy, Buffy newbie. You can find us on all major podcast apps, YouTube and Instagram with new episodes on Tuesdays. Okay, so today we are talking about season two, episode three, School Hard, which is a big one in the Buffy verse. You've seen the whole see, show. You have the hindsight. I see what you, I see what you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. So we have the, we'll get to all of this, obviously, but we the entrance of my favorite, all-time favorite character. I wore the drawing shirt. What's the drawing shirt? What is that? Stand up. This. Let's, let's see the, oh. Shirt. Made shirt. That. So like I said, when I wore it the first time, it's a drawing of one character done by another character in the last episode. Oh. But so it does have a spike, it has a spike connection, so that's why I wore it. <laughs> this is okay. his first episode. Okay. Yeah. So not for a long time, but it does it is connected to Spike in some way. So, all right. So, what did you think off the top of your head? Um, initial, initial. I thought it was okay. I'll be honest. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can a get too to... principal heavy for me. <laughs> it was a bit Snyder Snyder heavy, wasn't it? I mean, it was this at school a school event. So yeah, that's fair. He was funny in this episode, though, I thought. He had his moments. There were a few things where I was like, okay, fine, yeah. Okay, I'll leave you, you can be here for this one episode. <laughs> All right, let's get the deets. So, School Hard originally aired September 29th, 1997. It's written by David Greenwald and Joss Whedon and directed by John T. Kretschmere. And the synopsis is, when parent-teacher night is interrupted by uninvited guests, Buffy must protect her fellow students, the principal, and her mother while keeping her secret. Meanwhile, Angel's old friend Spike and Drusilla visit Sunnydale for the Night of St. Vigis, the Holy Night of Attack. All right, so we get the Slayer opening again. Yeah, yeah, I was unimpressed by that. Like, okay. Uh, okay, anyway, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm going to tell you it doesn't exist. We open in, in Snyder's office. Yeah. Snyder. And two students. Talking to two students, basically the two biggest problem students in the school. Which is... We, okay, sorry. Let's let's get through that, and then I'll I'll talk about my comments about okay, it. Okay, you'll vent then. <laughs> or we'll at least get to the part that really bugged me. Okay. So he's talking to Buffy and another student named Sheila, who we're is new to us, mm-hmm. and he they says they they are the most trouble uh, troublemakers in the school. That Sheila has stabbed a teacher with a trowel, and she says, um, "No, she I didn't." Him. Well, this, she's yeah. like. I didn't stab no one with no trowel, I think she said. Yeah, yeah she has They were pruning shears. Yeah, pruning shears. Get it right. <laughs> and then Buffy has out, burned down a school building, which yeah. it wasn't at her, this school. So that's the part that bothered me the most. Like, is this your most troubled, one of your most troubled students? And you're talking about something she didn't even do at this school. Like, yeah. what has she actually done at this school? Well, he does say, like, they're pretty much neck and neck with, she like, skipping class classes and okay. fighting. Okay. Which, okay. But like, the other thing Buffy didn't even do at the school, like. Yeah, you know, exactly. So, so how is she being held responsible for that one? Yeah. That so, really bugged me. Okay, moving on. Exactly. So basically, he is kind of blackmailing them into... Well, he gives uh, them a punishment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he says, okay, because you guys are the two troublemakers, like the biggest thorns in my side. Yeah. I'm going to make you put on parent-teacher night together. So you have to, like, do the decorations, refreshments. Yeah, Yeah. like, get everything hospitable for the parents coming in. Transform the school lounge. Yeah. And he's like, and if you do a good job, it will, it could influence what I tell your parents. Which is at the kind of, like, the 
the blackmail yeah. kind of oh, part, I feel like. He's like, do all this work yeah. that I'm probably supposed to be doing or a teacher's probably supposed to be doing, and I'm going to make you all do it. Yeah, and maybe I, it will work in your favor. He said Are it will garner, like, my goodwill. Like, he pretty much says it outright. Which so. is kind of a lie, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't even, like, pay off. No, it doesn't. And, like, I think glad, like, Willow actually, like, does, like, be, like, like bring attention to that, but mm-hmm. we'll down the this. road. Yeah, we'll get to but that's the idea, that it's going to yeah. help them if they do this yeah. well. And I feel like it's kind of funny because you see a contrast between Sheila and Buffy. Like, Buffy looks visibly upset. She's like, oh, crap. Like, I need to, like, I need to do this then. I need to make myself look better. Like, I can't have my mom knowing that I'm getting in trouble at school or not being a good student. And Sheila's just like, whatevs. <laughs> yeah, and he's basically threatening to expel them if they don't do this well, which is yeah. a huge, obviously, yeah. um, consequence of not doing this yeah, yeah. well. So, but yeah, Buffy is very like, yes, so understood. Like, don't worry about it. And Sheila's just like, whatever. You know, <laughs> chewing her gum, whatever, dude. And Buffy's like, yes, 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 sir. Like, right on it. <laughs> so they are walking out into the quad, Buffy and Sheila. And Buffy's trying to, like, get things already Big in order. plans. Mm-hmm. Let's talk like, about making yeah. that banner. Like, tomorrow we can work on this, we can work on that. And Sheila's like, sure, whatever. Sheila's like, bye. Bye. And Willow and Xander join her. And they kind of, I guess, are hurt already. Or they kind of know that they have to work together and they see Sheila run over to a guy that's she's like hey meat pie (laughs) he seems great (laughs) he's a lot older than her which Buffy can't really talk to be fair Buffy is way older yeah he's not even living he's she's literally wants to date a corpse so uh yeah so he she runs over to this guy looks like way older like big muscly guy with long blonde hair and they're like, that's the guy she can ha- take home to mother. So, like, that's, like, the best of the guy that she's probably been with. That's the most presentable to her mother. That's so and funny. They, she's just, like, very well known as, like, the bad girl at school. Because yeah. Willow says that she used to, she was smoking in fifth grade. And Willow was once a lookout for her. And that's, like, Willow's street cred is that she was once the smoke lookout for <laughs> Sheila when they were in so elementary cute. school. Yeah, it was funny. So, Buffy's stressed about this. Yeah. And... Xander's like, don't worry about it. Like, it'll be all good. Like, as long as something horrible doesn't happen, like... Between it, now and then. Between yeah. now and then, like, it's going to be a piece of cake. And of course, Willow and Buffy are like, why did you just say that? Why did you jinx us? He jinxed it. Yep, he did. And I just kind of cute when they, they're like, oh, God, like, what's wrong with you? And he, like, kind of is, like, feels bad. And he's like, it's a, I didn't, like, we're going to be fine. And he kind of, like, clutches his bag to him so, like, he needs his comfort. Like, he, he's, like, this, self-soothing. Yeah, he's, like, self-soothing, like, because they could just, like, totally, like, hate him now. That was cute. He just clutches a bag to him. He's like, it's going to be fine, guys. Oh, oh. <laughs> So then, it's night, and we cut to the Welcome to Sunnydale sign. So, I got the question wrong, obviously. <laughs> but also, in all fairness, when you said Welcome to Sunnydale, I thought you meant, like, the town sign or the city sign. It is. Oh, I thought... Really? What, do you, what do you think it was? It wasn't the Sunnydale High sign? No, it was the Welcome to Sunnydale sign. And it's made out of paper? No, it's, like, wood. Oh, wood. Oh, okay. It just looked like it broke very easily. Well, I mean, a car driving through it. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Continue. All right. So you're at the Welcome to Sunnydale sign, and it's night, and a black DeSoto barrels through. Very nice car. I barrel, appreciate the car. So spike. Barrels through the sign, and we see somebody get out all clad in black leather and a black duster. Mm-hmm. And it's a vampire, bleach blonde hair, and he's smoking a cigarette, and he says, home sweet home, which 
we'll ignore that he says so home sweet home because it's not his home. But anyway, we'll just he just means home sweet home now. Yeah, like like and like you yeah, like Hellmouth. The Hellmouth maybe is home like a metaphorical yeah. home for all demons or whatever. Yeah. So we'll just let that go. Yeah, so who's this badass? Oh, that's my favorite character. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Spike has officially arrived in the Buffyverse. Okay. But it's not going to probably be a good time for Buffy. All right, so then we go to the credits, and then we're at the factory. And a we're still with the Order of Aurelius and the, the Anointed One slash Colin. They're trying to just to still figure out their shit because they're not... <laughs> not progressing very well and one of the vampires is like okay someone needs to like rise up and like take the master's place mm-hmm. and this weekend is the night of saint vigius uh so like vampire power is at its height yep. they are going to plan to do something to take down the slayer basically during this uh this bat what do they say on the thing like a night of battle Something and whoever kills the slayer replaces the master. Yeah, basically that's going to be. And this guy actually has himself in mind, obviously. Yeah, that he kind of is putting himself forward. But whoever kills the slayer will like probably be the most worthy of taking the um, master's mantle. Yeah. He talks about uh, what is? How does he get to the crucifixion talk? I'm trying to remember. He's because that's the crucial um, to the Spike's like he, entrance. Yeah, you're right. He just it was kind of like a side thing. Just like he just wanted to show that he was important. Yeah, like, and I said, was at the crucifixion, something like that. Yeah, something about the crucifixion, and I would know. I yeah, was there. that's right. That's what he said. But I don't remember why he brought it up in the first place. But anyway, so that opens up to Spike entering. Spike walks into the factory and says that my favorite line. That if every vampire who said he was at the crucifixion was actually there, it would have been like Woodstock. And that's like a very famous uh, Spike line. <laughs> that was James Marster's, uh, this whole little part was his audition scene. For oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that was like the, one of like the first lines for Spike. When he talks about how he was at Woodstock. <laughs> he was at Woodstock and he <laughs> fed on a flower person <laughs> and washed his hand like float around for six hours because <laughs> he got drugged. Great. Yeah, he got high off of the the blood of the flower person, which is something I you never really you never think about. Like, is the vampire just getting the blood, but they're getting whatever that person's taking yeah, too? That's right. Yeah. Like, do you can you get like an STD? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, blood. I mean, one that right? one that's in the blo- like a blood, a blood pa- yeah, yeah, a blood like one, HIV, obviously. I guess, right? Yeah, like or like in hepatitis. But if you're already dead, does it matter? I, I don't know. Hepatitis anyway. C is bloodborne, right? Hepatitis C or is it hepatitis B? No, hepatitis. B. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, continue. Like, yeah. What else do vampires get from the people they feed on besides blood? So yeah, Spike got high and had a good time at Woodstock. <laughs> Spike says that he hears that Colin has a Slayer problem, and that Spike can definitely take care of it, mm-hmm. and that he's done a few Slayers in his time. Yeah. And that he doesn't like to brag about it. No, he does like to brag about but it. But he is bragging about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's he very cocky. Like, he seems like someone who likes to brag a lot, actually. Yeah, he's very cocky. And this is the first time we've ever met anyone that's even claimed to, to have killed a Slayer. Yeah, exactly. In the past, so it's a big yeah. deal. So he's talking about that. And then another character enters behind him named Drusilla. <laughs> She's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to learn more about her? Yes. Okay, because I'm just Always. a little confused about her situation. Her, her deal. <laughs> What's her What's deal? What's going on there? Yeah. yeah. So Drusilla enters, which is Spike's girlfriend, and she's 
crazy. She just talks not. She talks in riddles. Talks in not like nonsense. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is. We get a little glimpse of this, but it probably isn't too obvious that she does have like powers of sight. She mm-hmm. sees things and like can predict the future in a very roundabout, riddled, like mysterious way. Interesting. Okay. Like she's not like this is gonna happen. She'll like say some weird stuff that like you know how like mm-hmm. with, with a lot of like in any kind of supernatural or mystical like future reading is like very it's not clear. Yeah. Right? It's like confusing like what actually is gonna happen. And usually it's yeah. not what you think it what it we thought it was. Like prophecies. Like they're they're vague and they can be go different ways, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how her power works. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. like super obvious. But she does see things that other vampires can't see, or other okay. and humans, obviously. Okay. Um, so when she says, she does say, oh, I can't see her, I can't see her about Buffy. Yeah, something about her being in, in the dark. Yeah, so she she has a sense, a sixth sense of things and the future and stuff like that. So that'll be, but we'll see more of that. Hmm. Um, and I don't know if we find out on Buffy. I'll have to remember, because sometimes, like, the backstories get developed also on the get revealed also on the spinoff. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure w- exactly when we get all of, all of Drew's backstory. Okay. I'm hoping, I can't really remember where that goes, but there's a reason why she's so crazy. Like why she's like that. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah, but she just comes in and she's talking all like poetic and like on like metaphors and uh, swoony and like, I don't even know how to describe her, like how she talks. And she's everything. just out of it. She's a little bit out of it. She's spacey. Like she's drunk, kind of like a little <laughs> bit high or a little bit drunk. Like, yeah, spacey, very spacey. Um, and so she comes in. You can see Spike is attentive to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's actually really cute with her. Yeah, he's Spike. If you are in a loving relationship with him where he loves you, too, he is a great boyfriend. <laughs> Weird. Okay. If it's outside of that. Uh, he's not. (laughs) Well, yeah, well, yeah, he's, he's very attentive to people that he, he loves. Okay. Um, yeah, so he takes good care of Drusilla. And yeah, so he says that they're moving in, they're moving (laughs) into the factory, and that they're going to take care of the Slayer for him, basically. And I love this, this, like, how they cut to the scene where Spike's like, so the Slayer, is she tough? And it cuts to Buffy's bedroom, and she's combing her hair. She's like, ow! Ow! (laughs) Getting a knot in her hair. I loved that. that I loved it. Yes, that was a good scene. Yeah, ow! Ow! Which is like me when I comb my hair. I'm always (laughs) like, I have a sensitive scalp. Be gentle. (laughs) So her mom comes in and says, hey, um, I got the mail, and there was a note, a reminder about parent-teacher night in that. You're gonna tell me about that. She's like, she wants, oh. to know, she wants to know how school's going. Yeah. <laughs> With this coming up, like I should be asking, like, how's school going? Yeah. And obviously Buffy was not telling her about it. She said she was gonna tell her, like, for two weeks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she says, like, what are you what are your teachers gonna tell you? And Buffy's just kind of like waffling and being like, oh. I always bring a pen to class. Yeah. I'm always prepared, prepared for the pen. <laughs> And she's, like, kind of dancing around, like, that it might not be yeah. good news. And I, like, I kind of, like, her mom's concerned, and I get that. But I just, like, I didn't really like how she's, like, I don't want to be disappointed in you again. That's really freaking harsh. That was brutal. I, I agree. I was, like, wow, okay. 
And then you haven't even talked to the teachers yet. Exactly. Well, that's the other thing too. She takes like, now she's interested. She's like, Oh wait, it's parent teacher conference. So she didn't really, not that she didn't care before, but she's just like, all of a sudden, like now I need to know everything. Whereas before she didn't like do check-ins or anything. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And Buffy's like, I'm trying. I've had a lot of pressure. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, she's like, uh, Joyce, which we actually learned her, I've called her Joyce this whole time, but we actually learned her name in this episode. It's just been Buffy's mom, but we learned her name is Joyce in this episode. Um, but Joyce is, uh, and you know what? She's human, whatever. She's been through she a lot is. with Buffy. I know, I go back and forth on her. But from Buffy's perspective, like, she is always expecting the worst from her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's already expecting her to let her down again in, like, exactly. a big way. Which yeah, is, you can see Buffy reacts, reacts like, hurt. She's hurt. Yeah. yeah, and I don't blame her. Like that's no. that's brutal. It's really crappy. So yeah, there's like definitely expectations that have been left in that conversation mm-hmm. that Buffy doesn't think are going to end well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this really like pushes her more to like make sure that this parent teacher thing goes well, so she can be maybe Snyder will be charitable to her uh, when she's talking to her mom. And I, yeah, I put I, I put ouch underlined when her mom said that. Yeah, yeah, because that is that was pretty, pretty yeah. brutal. At school, Buffy and Willow are doing the banner for parent teacher <laughs> night, and Xander's kind of around, buzzing around, kind of helping, more <laughs> a nuisance more than anything. I like how Buffy's like, it's okay, I can do it all. I can like, I can catch up on classes. I can make sure I'm present in all classes. I can like do all these, the banner and the refreshments. I can just do everything, and it's gonna be fine. And then I love how Giles and Jenny walk in, and they're like, so. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, as long as I don't have to fight vampires. And then and then Giles is like, Buffy. And he's like, Josh, she's like, shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly what I did not need you to coming over here <laughs> spouting about my sacred duty. Yeah, so Giles, like you said, Giles and Jenny come over and tell Buffy. So actually, about the a night of Vigius, but it actually it was Jenny who discovered it. Mm-hmm. Not Giles. She was, yeah, she, she was thinks like, he needs to get updated books. <laughs> I like she's like I lo- we should read something published past like sixteen twenty or whatever the date was, like something like super old. That was funny. Yeah, it was really funny. And she said that she like noticed. I don't know. She came across this that it's going to be this weekend. Her her calculations are that the night of Saint Vigis is this weekend, and obviously it's about uh, a big group of vampires that swept through areas and just like left very little behind so mm-hmm. every year i don't know if i don't know if it's annual or what it is but they they vampires kind of celebrate this and they go on a rampage if they can uh buffy is stressed because she's trying to balance she's like okay yeah like after i get through this she just needs pa- to get through the week. parent teacher night i will focus on that and giles is like no there's and so much preparation to do. Yeah, there's a lot of preparation we have to do. And remember I told you about, like, your other life things coming in between you and your duties. Like, so they've switched back now. We had a few episodes where yep. Buffy was, like, wagging her finger at <laughs> Giles. And now it's back to yeah. Watcher and Slayer roles. Um, mean, but, yeah. like, you know, she's she can't really get expelled. She's got a point. Yeah, what's she going to do if she gets expelled? Like, what does he expect from her? Yeah. Like, she's got... And just like Giles saw that perspective about the talent show... This is the same thing. Like, exactly. you, you got to stay in, you know, she, what's she going to do? Like, you know, yeah. she has to keep up some, some kind of responsibility for the other parts of her life. But yeah, she's feeling the stress mm-hmm. for sure. Snyder comes up and interrupts whether to Buffy's 
happy about this or not. I'm not sure. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, got Giles off of her back, but now Snyder's there. And he's like, hey, did Sheila bail? Sheila's not here. No, she, of course Sheila's not. not there helping. Buffy covers for her, which was very generous. It was very generous, because Sheila hasn't really given Buffy any reason to, like, help her out. No, Sheila know? sucks. Yeah, Sheila sucks. <laughs> she's oh, no. Yeah. She's like, you know... Like she, she went to go get more paint. She went to get more paint. She's been helping us for hours. Like no problem. Like yeah. it's all good. And Sheila shows up. She kind of stumbled, obviously hungover. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh my god, you come to school hungover? Jesus, kid. She kind of goes up to her and be like, oh, you're back. You, I know you've been helping us and everything. Like trying to like fill her in. Like okay, mm-hmm. just play along. And Snyder is like, okay, all right, fine, and leaves. And Sheila does thank her for covering for her. One thing little mention is why we're the bronze is that Willow was like, oh, I thought we were going to go to bronze tonight. You have to study for French. But Angel said he he might be there. So she's like, "Okay, we're going to go to the bronze. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to go to the bronze (laughs) and study and try to get my freaky on with Angel. I'm going to do it all at the same time. Okay. (laughs) so now later they're at the bronze. Willow and Buffy are studying French at the table. Oh, they're studying French? Yeah. Oh, wow. That was so bad. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, sorry. I didn't realize as someone who actually speaks French that they were trying to speak French. Okay. Yeah. It was, they were studying French. Xander is dancing very badly in the background, if you see that. Very oh, he, did, he dances ridiculous. better than I do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know what? Fair. Because he dances better than I do, too. So <laughs> I guess I shouldn't throw shade to Xander for that. They're trying to study, waiting for Angel, just being present there in case Angel shows up. And Buffy is trying to say something, and she says... Ends up saying, the cow should touch me from Thursday. She definitely didn't say that. And Willow says that she even said it wrong. Like, she said it the wrong way. But he's like, well, that's what I wanted to say. But I meant to I say meant that. to say it like, like that. Well, you said it wrong the way you said it. Uh, yeah, so she's just, like, sinking. Sinking, and every oh, no. every plate she is trying to juggle is starting to chip and break. Yeah. Oh. So Xander comes over and says, hey, you guys have been studying for like 12 minutes. It's time to dance. And Buffy's like, yeah, that's why I can't concentrate. I've been doing this too long. Dance break. Dance break. (laughs) Yeah. So they all head out there. And I like how Xander and Buffy are just like dancing. And Willow's kind of just standing there, (laughs) not like bobbing. She's trying. That's very Willow, I would say. I think Willow would be very hard to dance in public for her, I would say. So she kind of just kind of bobbed along, like kind of just, you know, (laughs) next to them. And they're actually dancing, which I think is like very well done. Like, I don't think Willow would just let out, like let all like, woo, just let it all hang out and dance like freely. I don't think Willow would be comfortable with that. So in the background, in the crowd, we see Spike coming into the bronze and he's Mm -hmm. watching. Obviously, they've told him about Buffy and she like knows where to find her, what she looks like. Zero's it on her. Zero's on her. He's watching her dance. Now, do you remember in The Harvest, I think it was in The Harvest, when Jesse was watching Cordelia dance? Oh, no, I forgot about that. And I was like, this reminds me of another oh, scene. Wow, okay. When he's like kind of stalking her while she's dancing. Okay. So this is the scene that I okay. had thought about. Which this one is much more notable for like mm-hmm. fans overall than the Ju- than the Jesse and the Cordelia one. But okay. same kind of vibes. It's like very, very similar to that scene where he's like walking the perimeter of the bronze, watching her dance. It's very... Um, hunter slash yeah. like, sexual Creepy. slash like all this stuff like Creepy. yeah there's a lot of stuff with vampires and the hunting stuff it's all like mixed up like there's like, sexual stuff and there's lust and hunger like sexual and literal for blood mm-hmm. and all this yeah. 
So that's all there in this stalking scene. scene. Yeah, this one <laughs> shot of Spike kind of so watching her, emotions. sussing her out, sussing her out. Spike kind of like, he tells one of his lackeys to go get something to eat. And then he comes up to a guy that's dancing or near on the dance floor near Buffy and says, hey, call somebody call the police. There's somebody in the alley trying to bite someone. Buffy and takes off. Buffy takes the bait. She took the bait. Took the bait and runs out into the alley. Mm. And Xander and Willow follow. She runs out there and she sees a woman being attacked by the vampire that Spike's in out there. That poor vampire was just like, okay, I'll just go get a snack. I didn't know yeah, he was like exactly. being a sacrificial lamb. Like, he was also bait. <laughs> he was also bait. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he, they get the girl away, and Willow and Xander take, get her out of there. And she, I like when Buffy's like, a steak would be nice because she just ran out there. Oh, yeah, and then Xander runs back, goes to her backpack, and he like finds what, like an apple, and he's like, he finds a yo, the red thing's a yo-yo. Oh, a yo-yo. It's the yo-yo from the last episode when she was oh. like on. Remember in the beginning when she was talking to Angel? Yes. He was yo-yoing on the grave. Right, that right, was right. that yo-yo. He finds a okay. tampon, which he immediately lets go like it's on fire. <laughs> And then the steak. Then he finds the steak. And someone stole all their books. Because all their books are not on the table anymore. What happened to all their books? I didn't even notice that. Oh, wow. Okay. So someone stole her French book. Good catch. She's really screwed. I mean, she's not going to need that French book. (laughs) She's a lost cause. So he finds the steak, runs out there, and throws it to her. And she's kind of fighting with the vampire. And before she actually does steak him, but before, and Spike's watching from the just like from the shadows yep. mm-hmm. and he says he says oh i don't have to wait for saint vigius um i'm just gonna kill you now sure, and yeah, yeah. then when he starts to like lose he says like spike give me a hand or something so buffy hears that and, she and then she does distracted and she says stake takes the vampire and then buffy and spike meet for the first time and he comes out of the shadows clapping like kind of congratulating on her on her kill he's been watching her and basically she asks like who are you and he's like you'll find, you'll find out, out on saturday you'll find out on saturday what happens on saturday i kill you so she did hear the other vampire call him spike but he, he just kind of fades in the darkness so he just kind of like introduces himself kind of as your killer as your murderer and yeah. then just leaves it there and takes off so buffy's like who the hell is this guy so we go to another bar i think She's, I think Willow mentioned that Sheila goes to a bar called the Fish Tank. So yeah. I'm assuming this is the back okay. of the Fish yeah. Tank. Must be. I missed We don't, like, catch. I'm just putting two and two together because Sheila's there and it's a, it seems to be the back of the bar. She's talking to two guys about a Cadillac. Yeah, she's, oh, she loves a cad. Like, she just wants to, like, get down and dirty in a Cadillac. <laughs> and she's walking with two guys and they, like, one by one, like, disappear because they're kind of walking a bit behind her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the heck? And then she turned around and Spike's there. And he basically says, oh, they got sleepy. She's like, where did they go? And she's intrigued. She's very intrigued. Because why wouldn't you be? <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, they're they're not good enough for you. Like, you found something better or whatever. And he kind of, like, just walks away. And she follows him because, yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sheila in this moment. Okay. We all know who Team Spike is. <laughs> I'm Sheila in this moment. Lead me to my death. That's fine. Um, so, yeah. So, she is like, ooh, who are you? And follows him off. And we'll maybe see her again later. So, he just lures her away. In the library, Giles is looking up Spike. Like, that's all the information that she <laughs> yeah. really has. And they know that can't be his 
original name. Giles is talking about it. He's like, he can't be any worse than any other creature you've you've faced. Yeah. Um, and then Angel walks in. And he's like, he's worse. <laughs> yeah, he's worse. He doesn't stop until everything in his path is dead. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. The we know we find out later that in this episode that Spike and Angel know each other very well. Yeah, very interesting. And they have a honestly in the whole Buffy verse, their relationship is so funny. Really? Okay. Yeah. And you'll huh. in this by the end of the season, you will get it. Like you'll okay. get like because this episode. I mean, it was very we, brief. We under, I was gonna say we understand the relationship, but yeah, there isn't a whole lot going on there. Okay. And it develops because it's so soon. Like, I don't think they knew what they were going to do with mm. them knowing each other yet. Okay, that's fair. But, um. yeah, it's uh, it's really funny to watch those two together. Okay. So, that's all to come. Angel is warning them that Spike is not to be underestimated. Mm-hmm. And, of course, when they go to ask him more questions, he, he takes off. He just Typical leaves. Typical Angel. But not before Buffy says, hey, I was, why didn't you come to the bronze? Like, oh, he said, oh, you said uh, you might be there. She's like, well, I was being cool. Like, come on. You've been around for 200 years. Don't you understand when someone's trying to flirt with you? Yeah. So the first thing Buffy cared about was, why weren't you at the bronze? I was there. You know, I don't care about this white guy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know why you didn't show up at the bronze. Uh, to, to Giles' annoyance. He's like, we have bigger problems than that. As usual, he says. So and this the, next scene is interesting. Yeah. In the factory... Creepy dolls? Yeah, so Miss... The creepy dolls. And she calls one Miss Edith. So Miss Edith is back. Do you remember Miss Edith? <gasps> oh, wait. That was from one of the other episodes. It was um, from Out of Sight. Oh, that's right. I'm Out of Mind, Out of Sight. Okay, that's right. I always the say it wrong. The disappearing girl, right? The disappearing yeah. girl? So she had that random doll up in the crawl space or I whatever. I forgot about that. Yeah, I said, okay. That's Miss Edith. So Miss Edith is back, and it is Drew's favorite doll. I, okay, like, had you not connected some of these dots for me, I wouldn't have caught that at all. Well, that, this is the first time that I ever, know, I ever like, got that. Because I do oh, really? a deep dive on every episode. So, like, this isn't something I knew, like, on all previous watches. Okay. I just found it out. That's why I'm, like, re- like I'm learning more about the show every, like, in this on this specific rewatch. Well, then. So I'm doing more research on every episode than I, okay. than just watching it and going on. Okay, so I didn't, me. this is new to me. <laughs> well, no, it's your first time. You have, you have plenty to digest and process and like take in. So, and I've seen all of these like m- many Multiple times. times yeah. So yeah. So I'm looking for like the next layer or like yeah. Yeah. the 15th so layer. Edith. Okay. That's funny. That's, all that's of them are cute. blindfolded. Easter egg, yes. Which is very creepy. God. <laughs> and Miss Edith did something bad. Mm-hmm. So she turns her around because all the dolls are facing forward. She turns her around and she gets no cakes today. For Miss Edith. <laughs> Drew is hilarious. Like, she's nuts. I think at one... Some, I think somebody... It might be Spike. Like, I don't remember. Somebody calls her, like, crazy as a sack of hammers or something. <laughs> something like that. That's an interesting... The way that people... Oh, the way that people describe Drew throughout the show... Like, this is so funny. Because they were like, she's nuts. Yeah, Miss Edith is makes her official appearance... The Spike shows up and says they kind of explain why they're in the Hellmouth to begin with. That the Hellmouth is going to restore Drew. She's weak, and we did hear that before when we first met Drew. Spike said, "Oh, you shouldn't be walking around. You're weak." Mm. And that they were in Prague, and that a mob almost killed Drew. So she is. They're there to help the Hellmouth restore her to her full strength. 
saying like once St. Vigis happens, that they're just going to be able to run this town mm-hmm. and like do whatever they want. And Drew says that Spike should go join in on the, because you in the background, you can hear chanting. So like they're, the other vampires are getting ready for this like celebration. There's like ceremonial aspects to it. So she thinks he should go up there and like make buddies with them because they don't, tr- they don't trust him. And so he's like, fine, I'll go. But I need you to eat something. And he, Sheila is like tied up in the room, That's, just witnessing yeah, all this. Creepy. And just shoves Sheila at Drew, and then he takes off. So he's like yeah. he, telling Drew to to eat Sheila. She turns into a vampire, so her she, face turns. And she says, "See, Miss Edith, you could have watched like all the rest, but she's in trouble for something. So Edith, Miss Edith, can't watch her feed on Sheila." So do we find out why she's crazy? Yes. In the library, everyone, this is a good scene, oh, yeah. everyone is prepping for St. Vigius. Xander and Cordelia are making steaks. Making steaks. <laughs> a willow has the, is just messing with the crossbow. Yeah. And Giles is like, whoa, okay, take it easy. Take and it I easy with the crossbow. Like, I'll point that around. Buffy's holding these, like, machete type things. Yeah, she has a machete. And then you go, you cut the camera pans down and she's, like, chopping vegetables for the, yeah, cause for her, the thing. Yeah, her priority is teacher bear at night, not St. Vigia's. So she's, like, chop, yeah, very sanitary with, a, like, a weapon of, a battle weapon, yeah. chopping up veggies for a veggie tray. <laughs> I loved that. It was brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, she's chopping up veg. And... Cordelia is really funny in this scene. Yeah, and, like... This is, like, the first time when she's really, like, involved without her being involved for her own reasons. Like, she's a victim. She's, she's the bait. Kidnapped. She's whatever. Like, she's involved in it because she's part of, like, whatever somebody's plan. Like, she's just mm-hmm. part of the group in this episode. So she's yeah. becoming, she's starting to assimilate into the Scoobies a bit. Um, and she, but she doesn't want to. She's like, oh, I'm done. How long am I doing this? And Zeta's like, three minutes. <laughs> I love, I think my favorite, she's like, why are we doing this? Like, uh, like, she doesn't need this many steaks, and if it's, if Spike is that bad, it's going to be quick. And, of course, everybody is like, oh, she's going to die. You're gonna like, but, of course, we're still rooting for you. I, this is my, one of, I love this scene, this line. She says, like, something along the lines of, I would be there for you myself if I didn't have a leg wax. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right, Cordelia. Great. Yes, a leg wax. Yeah, that was Cordelia. Super important. So funny. Yeah. So, but Buffy again is like, whatever, I just need to worry about this. Okay, the parents are arriving in an hour, and, and then Willow says, you need punch. Punch! Oh, shit. Okay, I have to go, I have to go get, make punch. So she's like, I will worry about imminent death after I deal with this <laughs> parent. Like, okay, that's my priority. After the punch. Yeah, after the punch. Uh, in the student lounge, so we, we are fast-forwarding to student, parent night has happened, is starting, and Willow is helping... Well, first of all, we see Buffy. The punch she made is air quote like punch is lemonade <laughs> without sugar. With no sugar. <laughs> that scene made me laugh so hard. I don't know why. It made me laugh harder than like almost anything else. <laughs> yeah, Willow tries it and is like, <laughs> and you know what, Willow? Like, I don't get it because I loved. I used to just like ring a lemon into my mouth. So yeah, same. I think, I think that would be the best lemonade ever. Yeah, like I would sure. not have a I would not have a problem with the lemonade. Same, but I would be maybe surprised if I thought it was lemonade yeah. and it wasn't. Like I wasn't yeah. expecting it, but I would still be like, oh, I'd be surprised. But I'm like, oh, let me have some more of that. Let me rot my teeth right out of my mouth. <laughs> I did when I was a kid because I eat so many lemons. So yeah, Buffy tried. It's cute, and Willow doesn't say anything. She says, "Mmm, yummy." 
Because <laughs> she's a good friend. Yeah, she's a good friend. And she's even a better friend because when Buffy's mom shows up, she w- Willow spent, because Willow don't need to worry about parent-teacher night. She's yeah, like Willow's, the best student in the school, yeah. like mm-hmm. never in trouble. Well, she's in a little bit of trouble lately, but because of her association with Buffy. It, but she doesn't have to worry about her grades or anything like that. Oh, yeah. She doesn't Definitely. worry about a bad report card or anything. Nope. So she spends her whole evening having Buffy, helping Buffy's mom avoid Principal Snyder. <laughs> Principal Snyder and any other teacher, it seems. So weird how they just, like, as soon as they get to a classroom, the teacher is not there. Yeah, so it's weird. weird. Uh, and we do get, like, a little passage of time in the same scene. I thought we would, like, cut away and came back, but we don't. We see the clock going. Oh, yeah. So then Joyce comes back and says, oh, yeah, like we said, every every time I get to every, I think I've seen every classroom on campus, and every time I get there, the teacher is just magically left. Weird. And unfortunately, Buffy's and Willow's luck has run out because Snyder walks in at that moment, and Buffy's mom introduces herself. As Joyce Summers, which it's funny that Joyce still has her married name because oh, yeah. she's I divorced. Mean, it's like a lot to take, like to change that back. I hear it sounds like a lot of paperwork and stuff. When you're divorced, like when you're divorced, when you're getting div- okay, change your name is tough if you're not getting married or divorced. If you are getting married or divorced, it's just part of the paperwork. Because I used to work in family law for a very short stint. Oh, really? Yeah. So in like your final, like your in your final divorce papers, it says, like, it's built in, like, do you uh, change name and you just, like, it's part of the paperwork for your divorce. Because oh, I know someone in my family that didn't change their name. I mean, you don't have to. My grandma never did. Oh, okay. If you don't do anything, it stays. But it's not hard to do it. Okay. All right. If you're just, like, I want to just change my first name, that is more difficult. But if you're getting married like you or married, divorced. When you have to change your name, though, like, even if you do it on that paperwork, you still have to change it everywhere else, though, right? You do, yeah. Driver's license, your passport. Yeah, that, I think maybe that's more what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have, like, stuff you need to take care of. Yeah. But it's not, like, hard to change, like, get the name change, legal name change there. Yeah. You still have okay. to update everything. But, yeah. So just interesting that her, na- her name is Joyce and it's still Summers. Snyder says, okay, let's go to my office. And everyone's like, oh, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Joyce knows this is not good. Buffy knows it's not good. And poor Willow's like, oh, like, I thought you did a good job. Yeah, exactly. That was part of the deal, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. He said, like, if you make the banners and do the refreshments and transform things, then, like, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, that was, like, part of the deal. Like, maybe I'll consider not being as harsh to your parents. Yeah. But it was all a lie, I guess. He's terrible. We don't like him. Yeah, he's terrible. And it's funny because... Cordelia is there at that point and says that, uh, oh, yeah, you're going to be still grounded at our 10-year reunion. And I love when Willow <laughs> says, Cordelia, have some punch. <laughs> She's yeah, like, okay. So Cordelia's going to get a surprise, a very sour surprise when she tries the punch. So that was cute. To match her attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the library, Giles finds that Spike is also known as William the Bloody. <laughs> and he is known for this. For because uh, he apparently tortures his victims with railroad spikes. Yeah, uh, Giles is like, "Ooh, that's pleasant," like sarcastically, something like that. He's barely two hundred years old. Yeah, so he's younger than Angel. He's fought two Slayers and killed them both. And that's kind of a big deal. I feel that like. is insanely a big deal. Yeah, and this is why. Again, remember I told you I didn't like the fact that Giles didn't know who. Angel slash Angelus was. Okay, yeah. Same here. Same okay. thing. Because Angel and Spike are the two most notorious vampires ever. 
Okay, yeah. but in the future, in future episodes, you'll have like, okay, this isn't really a spoiler. Have we even, do you know what the Watcher's Council is? Have we talked about that at all? Okay, well, it, it's not a hard stretch to imagine that the Watchers are organized in some way. Okay. Because it's like Giles, like it's went through his family line. There is a yep. Watcher's Council. Interesting, okay. There is a, bod- a governing body mm-hmm. above this, okay? And in the future, you do see some other people from the Watcher's Council, and they know who Angel and Spike are. Oh, like it's calm like again hindsight of like where the show went but definitely giles should have known who angel and spike were yeah, or at okay. least when he heard saw william the bloody william the bloody should have been like even if it was like angel and spike and jealous and william the bloody no excuse for him not knowing who they were yeah okay but you know they were still figuring things out i guess yeah. but definitely giles should have known who they were and known that it was bad so he, he should have known like that this vampire killed two slayers you yeah. know he's supposed to study all this stuff uh yeah so spike has killed two slayers which is a huge huge deal yeah in this so he's like oh no this is way more serious than we yeah. than we anticipated yeah in the lounge joyce and snyder come out and nobody's looking happy no yeah and buffy's in trouble she just says get in the car yeah. like, let's go that's like if you yeah. hear that from your parent oh my god like that is one of the worst things a parent can tell you, like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, I am in <laughs> deep trouble. So Buffy's like, oh, God, okay, it's over. Like, I tried so hard. I uh, just, so she's so resigned. And just, da, 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 da. And something that we've brought up, it's been up, brought up a few times, but we may feel, we didn't bring it up, was how, like, Buffy, when she was talking to her mom in the, the, the scene in her bedroom where she said, I don't want to be disappointed again. Yeah. And Buffy said she's under a lot of pressure. She's like, oh, wait till you get a job. And later Buffy's like, I do have a job. I do have a job, yeah. I do have a job. And she like has all of her vampire stuff in her bedside table. Yeah. And then also when Sheila runs off with meat pie, Buffy was like, that's how my mom sees me. She like sees oh, me as a yeah. Sheila. Like, she, and like, she's like, she's like, it's not fair. Like, do the other vampire slayers have to go to high school? Like, so she's like all this perception of her being this bad kid. When she's got all this like responsibility on her that people yeah. just cannot even cut, like, Mm-hmm. that she can't she's like spider-man yeah so you know she gets a bad rap mm-hmm. from these adults in her life because they can't they don't know and she don't can't know tell can. them. yeah so that's a theme that we see here that she's a bad air quote bad kid but she has like uh or the responsibility of the world on her shoulders yeah. so she is in trouble and they're but spike saves the day <laughs> Spike At and least. his friends just come crashing through. Crashing right, through. Right the, in the window. Yeah, right over the refreshment table. Like, Crashing ruining all that stuff. And Spike says he just couldn't wait. He couldn't wait for Sammy Vigis. So he's going to, like, storm in there and kill her then. Spike is very impulsive. He is. He is a very impulsive person. Yeah. So this is very on brand for Spike. He's like, mm, well, I want to go right now. Okay. Yeah. I like how Buffy, though, Buffy, like, doesn't even hesitate. She's just like, okay, I just need to get everybody out of here. And she just starts crawling everybody and, like, getting them away. Yeah, because it's pretty much, like, immediate, like, chaos. Everyone just, like, running everywhere and screaming. And Spike comes with multiple other vampires, like, five, probably. So it's Mm -hmm. there's there's a bunch of them. And, yeah, everyone starts running. Buffy and Spike immediately start fighting. <laughs> she, like, throws a chair at him, and he's like, Whoa! like okay. Like, <laughs> I know, right? The, the, the fight scenes just get better and better and better and better and better <laughs> as the show goes on. But I'm like, okay, Spike is not going to be deterred by a little plastic chair. 
And then, like, also when she throws, or when she, like, rolls the, like, janitor cart at them, and they're like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and, like, two vampires fly all over the place. Like, please, give him a break. <laughs> like, that would not deter these vampires at all. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. Let's see. Okay, oh, gosh. Everyone's just running around. I'm going to try to get this in the best order as I can. Buffy, Joyce, Snyder, and a few others are running through the hallway, and... Yep. Giles, Will, uh, Giles, Jenny, and Xander come out because they hear the commotion. And Buffy, like, screams at them, Spike in an army! Like, so they all run back into the library. Back. So those three are in the library. That group I just talked about with Buffy and Joyce run into the, la- the computer, uh, not the computer lab, the science lab across the hall. And a vampire tries to grab Cordelia and yeah. Willow, like, grabs a head bust thing and yeah, just, like a bus, like, slams yeah. him, slams the vampire and grabs Cordelia and runs. Way to go, Willow. Yeah, she was th- th- she thinking quick. And yeah. she they run into a kabroom closet and hide. Yeah. So that's where everybody's, like, positioned. And Spike grabs some random parent. And they all say they've cut the power. So there's, and then like the phone lines and everything. So everybody's trapped. Yeah. And he kills this guy. And I love, like, they did a lot of, in this episode, I noticed a lot, they cut away from a lot of effects. So, like, when this guy would have had his head broken, they cut away to the vampire and they come back and his head's like, yeah. Like, hanging off. <laughs> and then every time somebody transforms from vampire to, or human face to vamp face, they cut away. And so, because later on, you see it happen all the time. Like, a lot, very often, you see it, like, transform. But that's cost money. They don't have right now. And then, like, also, a couple, when a couple vampires are dusted in this, they fall out of frame. And then, so you don't actually see. So they, they're trying to save money on the special effects. It's so funny that you, like, I mean, as someone like me, who this is my first time watching it, I don't have any frame of comparison. So for me, I don't even think about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you, yeah, you've seen the later episodes and you can kind of compare, like, the way they, they, they do things later on to now. And just yeah, it, it, it all comes down to, like, how much money they were given. As the show yeah. got more popular, they got more money. And so they were able to spend more on the special effects. Cool. And, like, I'm guessing it got a lot more viewer, viewership this season. Yeah. This is like, this is a huge season for the show. Okay. Yeah, so he kills that guy. So we kind of just see, for no reason, Spike just is, you know, to kill her. He just kills this guy and is like, you know, he wants to slay. He wants to slay her. That's what he came for. But he no problem killing everybody in the process as well. Mm-hmm. In the library, Giles is trying to call out and he finds out that the, the phones are out. They're dead. Yep. And he tells Giles, uh, Xander to go out through the, the, the stacks. I put down stakes. Stacks is what I meant to right? Uh, he's like, there's a boarded up cellar in the stacks. Well, duh. I mean, people have like vampires that Darla's been in there. I mean, everybody knows about that, right? <laughs> Everybody's come through the back of the stacks. Like vampires have gone through like every episode. So I don't know why like he's like, yo, that's right. There's that thing in the there's that boarded up cellar in the back of the stacks. The whole like escaping and going outside, but not going outside in this episode is confusing to me, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so he tells Xander to like run and get Angel. Yep. And... Xander doesn't want to because he doesn't. He wants to make sure Buffy and Willow are okay. And he's like, nobody's going to be okay if you don't go. So he, yeah. he agrees and he takes off. So Xander's out th- through the stacks. In the science room, Buffy's trying to control everyone, keep everyone calm. God, Principal Snyder is just... Yeah. He, like, wants to get out and she's trying to tell him not to go out. Um, and she's like, you need to listen to me. So it's like that role reversal thing again. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah? Like, like why, do you, why would we listen to you? Like, who do you think you are? And she's like, I know who, who, who I am know who's going to stop them. And he says, it's, oh, it's a gang on PCP. I meant to look up. I know it's a drug, but what is it? I meant to look it up, but I keep forgetting. Oh, yeah. You know, know what, what it is? is? 
It's phenocycladine or phenocyclohexyl, phenocyclohexyl, piperidin. Sorry, I'm carrying. No, it's also known as angel dust, which is funny. Causes hallucinations, distorted perceptions, sounds, and violent behavior. Okay, yeah. So he thinks it's a gang on PCP. And uh, I knew it was a drug, but I didn't know, like, what it actually was. Like, yeah. okay, so good. I, I kept, like, don't forget to look that up, Ashley. Don't forget to look that up, Ashley, and I forgot. <laughs> so, yeah, here we go. Live uh, deep diving on this episode. And, yeah, she's Buffy's trying to control everyone. Everyone's supposed to try to get out. There's another yeah. parent, a guy, in there with them that is a character we just don't know. Yeah. And she's trying to keep everyone calm. And Buffy is taking control and Joyce is like, hey, I know you've been like, like accused of all kinds of stuff, but these people are like, seem serious. Like there's something wrong with their faces. Like, so she's, she's seeing that they're vampires, but she, you know, she's not connecting that that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. And she's going to, she's like, I know I'm not going out there. I'm going through the ceiling. So she climbs up through the ceiling, is going to travel through the school through, that way, through the ceiling. Yep. So in the hallway, Spike is kind of like taunting her, calling out to her, saying that Someone's if I in the ceiling. <laughs> that if he finds one of her friends, he'll drain them dry. If he finds her a friend before her, then he'll just kill them. So come out because you're putting all your friends at risk. Yep. And Willow and Cordelia are in the closet as he's walking by and they're trying to be really quiet because he's right there. Yep. And yep. he hears her in the ceiling and just says that. Yeah. That, <laughs> uh, Someone in the ceiling. <laughs> In the library, Giles is just really sweet. Okay, Giles, this, is my, this is my favorite line, actually. Giles is getting ready to, he's grabbing all the all of his weapons. He's going to, like, he's I'm trying to get out the barricaded way. door. He's like, she's my responsibility. I have to go out there. I have to protect her. I'm the washer, and I'm responsible for her. Yeah, it's so sweet. He's got to go out there and, and fight alongside of her. Yeah. And, you know, you think, of course, that Jenny's going to try to talk him out of it, but she just says, be yeah, careful. She's like, be careful, yeah. Yeah. Because she empathizes. She understands. Yeah, she knows, like, where he's coming from yep so before he can do that buffy falls out of the ceiling in front of them <laughs> at their feet and scares the shit out of them <laughs> and he's you know relieved that she's okay and he, he kind of like says like okay giles updates her that dander went to get angel and that they don't know where Will, uh, willow and cordelia are but then everyone else is in the science room across the hall mm-hmm. so he's like okay i'm coming with you um i'm gonna help get i mean i'm gonna help you fight these vampires and she says my mom's across there. Like, if I don't get out, you, that's your job. Like, you need to make sure my mother gets out of here alive. Yep. And he says, yeah. bloody right, I will. It's so cute. He's like, <laughs> okay, I can do that, Buffy. I can do that. I can protect your mom. <laughs> so it's very cute. And Buffy jumps back into the ceiling and goes back on her way. After she, like, grabbed, like, steaks and stuff. Like, she went over there and got, got some supplies. In the science room, Joyce and Snyder are fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's saying he want they want to leave they want to leave and Buffy's like I mean, Joyce is saying that Buffy says you know we shouldn't leave like we need Safer to stay here there. until Buffy tells us it's safe which I don't know why she just assumed Buffy knows yeah. what to do but she's trusting her daughter and then he's like oh there's a certain mother daughter resemblance here what a jerk yeah I don't think that Snyder and Joyce are gonna be on good terms from here no on out. I mean he obviously just finished telling her what a bad kid she is and then he says that so mm-hmm. yeah it's a personal insult to Joyce yep. So the other dad, the other the only person that's in there, is like, I'm sick of waiting. I'm trying to get out of here. So he starts peeling back. Like, there's like kind of like weird kind of blinds, like permanent blinds across uh, the window. I don't really know what those were. But yeah, yeah, they were interesting. And so he starts peeling them back. 
and he opens a window and he's halfway out and Snyder is like, yeah, let's go. Like, forget her. Like, we're going. Yep. And that guy's halfway out before he gets attacked by a vampire. Yep. And you can hear it. Yeah. He's in eating and he gets pulled through and then Joyce pushes Snyder out of the way and closes the window. Yep. So it's like, okay. Boards it back up. Boards it back up. Yeah. So it's just her, those two in there for now. And while this is happening, the uh, vampire is, they're trying to make their way through the door. So, you know. Yeah, they're axing it. They're using an axe to get through it. Yeah. They're trying to get through the door. (laughs) Outside, Xander and Angel arrive. And he's kind of telling him, like, filling him in about what's happening. He's like, do you have a plan? And he was like, yeah. And he just grabs Xander by, like, the scruff of the neck and just, like, pulls him. Like, just takes yeah. him away. So and Xander's like, okay. In the closet, Willow and Cordelia are still just sitting there. They don't know what to do. <laughs> and Willow just says, we can pray. It sets up for, like, later jokes, I guess. So that makes sense. But I guess in so. the moment, it does seem kind of weird. It's a little off, yeah. Okay. In the hallway, Spike and another vampire start stabbing the ceiling. They just yep. start impaling the ceiling in different areas because they know Buffy's, like, moving around the school mm-hmm. through, the, through the ceiling. Buffy drops down in a different area and stakes the vampire that was trying to axe the door that her mom and Cider are in. And her mom, like, at some point, it's interesting because I see that she has a vantage point. She can kind of see out, but she doesn't see that. She doesn't mm-hmm. witness that. So I think that's interesting how they're, like, keeping her mom in the dark about things still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I kind of, I was wondering at one point, I feel like, oh, maybe they're going to tell her mom i guess they can't i get i know they can't but i was just i I had small hope that maybe her mom would come on board so she wouldn't have to hide everything from her mom but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um her mom is yeah still think she's not aware of what's going on for sure and she tells her okay like just stay in there like there's more like don't don't come out yet i'm gonna tell you when it's time so buffy's kind of like lurking through the the hallway like looking for the other vampires and, and across Sheila yeah Sheila like kind of like pops up behind her she's like where the hell you been and she's like oh sorry you know and she's like people are trying to kill. she's like there's weird people outside or some weird guys outside and she's like yeah they're trying to kill us so Sheila picks up the app and acts and is like yeah okay I'm gonna help like, she's like this fun. should be fun <laughs> yeah she's down for like stabbing some more people but this time with an axe so all this stuff kind of like happens in different hallways. So we're not really, we're kind of changing location, but we're, this is all happening in it's different, all, yeah, different it's hallways. Like different, yeah, yeah different same location, all. different areas of the same location. Sheila and Buffy kind of just take off as a team now down the hallway. Angel walks into the school with Xander kind of like holding him like, like a victim or a hostage yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like a hostage. And immediately Spike knows Angel. Angel, Angelus. Yeah, he calls him Angelus, <laughs> which does not stick. It's Angelus. Oh, Angelus. Okay, yeah. So it's just a thing that they just haven't figured out yet. How, like, it just... We'll see if it happens again. But it's Angelus is Angel's, like, okay. demon name or whatever. Okay. Like, what? That's not his name. But, yes. See, early season two. And they, like, hug. Which uh, is very... Also weird. non-character for those two. But whatever. Yeah. We'll just... You'll come to see how they are. And they kind of catch up a little bit. And... Angel pretends he doesn't like Buffy. Angel pretends that he's evil. That he Angel doesn't have a does, Yeah, doesn't have a soul. And that he just kind of, like, keeps Buffy on the hook, kind of, so, like, he can feed and just live his life. You know what I mean? And Xander's like, I knew it. I knew you were lying. Yeah, he basically pre- he pretends to still be a demon, like mm-hmm. that. A, a soulless. He is a demon anyway. But a soulless demon that is just basically trying to make life easy for himself. Yeah. Yeah. And they are going to, like, feed on Xander together. And then they're going to, like, they're going to take down the Slayer together and they're going to feed on the vampire together. 
I mean, they're going to feed on Xander together. So Buffy's in the hallway, still kind of like sneaking around. And we see, they, Z, Giles can see from the library that Sheila is going to be, is lifting the axe to kill Buffy because Sheila's behind her. Yep. Warns her and she turns around and Sheila's a vampire. Yeah. Sheila's a vampire. Her. So Drew, she, Drew turned Sheila. Mm-hmm. And Buffy... There's another vampire that comes up. Buffy stakes that vampire, and then Sheila kind of like is like, "Oh shit!" and just like makes Runs herself away. makes herself scarce. <laughs> yeah, Buffy gets at this point. Buffy gets ever her gets her mom out of mom the science room and like leads. Room. And Giles comes out, and they all like lead leading them out of the out of the school. And Buffy's like, "I'll be right there." And her mom's like, "What? No, you have to come with us." And uh, she's like, "Yes, I'm right behind you." So this thing I don't understand. It was safe for. Xander to go out the back of the school. It's safe for them to exit wherever, whatever exit. I think they go into the library. I think to to go out the back, like to go out that entrance. Mm-hmm. But it's not safe to go to any other entrance. Yeah, I don't know. Like the window is not safe. Is it because of where the entrance, the exit to the stacks is? I don't really. I don't know. It just seems strange. Anyway, like why it's okay to go outside in some parts. They don't know where that vampire is. He's supposed to be like probably moving around, right? Yeah, exactly. So it was just. Well, and also Spike's still out there. Yeah, there are other vampires in the school. They don't know where Spike is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's just a bit like chaotic. I guess they're doing the best they can. I guess we'll just say that. So as Spike and Angel are about to bite Xander's neck, Spike punches Angel. He's like, you can't fool me. Like, I knew you were lying this whole time. Man, yeah. Yeah. And, and then this, this threw me. Angel sired Spike. What? So, yeah. He says, I you did not my, see that coming. He said, you are my Yoda, which is a Star Wars reference. Yeah, he calls him an Uncle Tom, which is like, it says, okay, I'm looking, it's an offensive term. A person regarding... Regarded as betraying their cultural or social allegiance. Yeah, no, so that, but that's that's that, that's what he's saying when he says wow. that. Okay, I can't yeah. believe they said that. All right. Yeah, um, and because I was like in my mind, I was like, "There's no way they meant it like that," but that's how they meant it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 1997. And he says, "Yeah, you were my sire, man." Mm-hmm. So I will say, Angel did not directly sire Spike. Oh. Okay. But they are related. Interesting. Okay. Okay. They are, they are related. Okay. So he is, he is on his sire line. Okay. They are, they are linked through. Is that like Angel sired somebody and then they sired Spike? Yeah. Like he's like his grandpa? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's just, I guess that's a spoiler, but yes, that's what happened. Okay. So then that, to me, that makes it sound like he didn't actually sire him. He didn't. But in this, in this context, it's kind of like, hmm. he's using it as like a family. Okay. I guess, okay. kind of, yeah. Right. But yeah, if somebody is your sire, it means they turned you, but again, they're still figuring out some terminology, I think, mm-hmm. and how it works in, in this universe. Okay. Interesting. So Spike essentially six the other vampires on xander and angel and they run and he well i mean i feel like he was gonna go with them but then he what smells buffy what yeah, is he that? senses her he senses i think there's her. a noise okay. too but i don't know what it is okay maybe she's picking up like that pipe or whatever she has okay okay uh i think there's a noise as well okay. but he yeah he says he senses he smells like a, a ripe girl <laughs> yeah ew that was and kinda, turns around that kind of creepy <laughs> 
and Buffy's there, and uh, Spike has the axe, mm-hmm. and, and they she has something. It's like, yeah, it's like a long, like a long pipe or something. I can't remember what it is, but it's like a long stick of some kind. And it's interesting because they immediately both say like, "We're do this without weapons." Yeah, which is really interesting. Let's do this the old-fashioned way. Yeah. So they both get rid of their weapons and they just start fighting. Yep. And he says that the last Slayer begged for her life. Wow. Yeah, and he says he'll make it quick. He'll do her a favor and make it quick for her. Yikes. And she says, nope, it's going to hurt. It's gonna, I'm going to hurt you, basically. And they just go at it. And they are very well matched. Yeah, they are, actually. Um, fight partners yeah, or whatever. They're, they're levels. Yeah, they look good fighting together. So they're, they're, they're fighting. She kind of throws him into a wall. His hand goes to the wall. And as he brings his hand out, he brings out a, like... What did I put? Like a plank of wood. Yeah. Comes out of the wall. And Buffy is on her back and he's about to like bash her, back her, bash her in with that yeah. plank of wood when he's hitting the head from behind with the axe and it's Joyce. And so that he falls down. Surprised me. I wasn't expecting her to save the day. Yeah. And she's like, get the hell away from my daughter. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. And I don't know if Spike's like women and he jumps up and takes <laughs> off. Like, yeah. Women just like if you just like let them like attack their family members, like why can't they just be cool about it? Oh my god. Silly. Yeah. So he jumps up and takes off. Outside, this is interesting. I didn't remember this part. I, I thought this was interesting too, with the principal and the police. He's talking to Bob the police officer and he says, So, like, what are we gonna go with like the normal he's like, I have dead bodies here, I have dead bodies here. Are we gonna go with like the, the normal PCP gang related mm-hmm. story? And he's like, What do you think we're gonna say? The truth? Yeah, and I was like yeah, so it's not like Buffy and her little gang are the only people who know that shit is up in Sunnydale. And yeah. I get, like, okay, so Principal Snyder knows something on some level. Mm-hmm. He hasn't put two and two together that she's helping keep it at bay. Good point. Yeah, because so. if he's aware of that, yep, maybe exactly. he, he hasn't, yeah, he hasn't obviously made the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe he just can't, his brain can't go to that she's doing something good. I guess, yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah, but there's definitely a good discussion between them that they've obviously had before. Yep. Which is really interesting. Yeah, and the police officer is just resigned. Yeah, he's like, okay, we'll just say it's PCP mm-hmm. gangs again that are causing all these problems. Cool, yeah, it's sure. Really interesting little scene, for sure. Giles and Jenny are walking out of the school, and he's like, you know, I, you know, if you start avoiding me, I'd understand. Because like, every time they're together, <laughs> bad stuff happens. He's, he's like another fun-filled evening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, this is his life. And then she just grabs his arm, and she's like, yep, this is my life now, too. Mm, yeah, she's okay with it. She's She's okay okay. with it. She's very okay with it. Yeah, so they're still going strong, so it's super Mm -hmm. cute. Mm -hmm. Angel tells Xander, he was like, tells him his plan from before. (laughs) Like, what would you have done if he had bit me? He's like, well, we would have known it worked. Uh, It didn't, obviously. But uh, that was the plan. Just because you get bit doesn't mean you'll die. Like, you don't (laughs) let him die. You'd be fine. But he's like, it's fine with a little prick. Like, like, a little little bite. A little bite here and there. It's never kill you. And Um, I like he asks what a sire is. Yeah. So, definitely Xander heard that and is curious. He's like, what's, like, what was that about him, you being his sire? What's a sire? But Angel yeah. ignores it. Angel doesn't doesn't talk to him about it. Joyce and Buffy are kind of like walking home or just walking down the sidewalk or something. And Buffy asks what Snyder said. And Buffy says that he said she was a troublemaker. This and surprised me because honestly, I still was kind of hoping that maybe he said something 
less mean about her because of everything she did. But yeah, yeah, that she's a troublemaker. You, you're right. You, you know, you hope so. I was holding out hope. Yeah. And she says that, but what she does know is that she can take care of herself. Mm-hmm. That she saw that tonight. That she is resourceful and brave. Good in a, in a crisis, thinks of others in a crisis. In a crisis, yeah. That's and a she's nice like, moment between them. <clears throat> yeah, and she's like, you know, I'm going to sleep. Like, your safety, knowing that you can keep yourself safe and you can, like, do all that is going to make me sleep better at night. And it seems like she's going to maybe cut Buffy some slack. And she says it for at least a week and a half. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, cool, I get a week and a half off from being <laughs> nagged about school and cutting class or fights or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's she's like, no matter, like, what silly like teenager stuff you feel like you need to do i'm gonna sleep better knowing that you can take care of yourself mm-hmm. um yeah so that is a nice moment between them in the closet willow and cordelia are still in there um and cordelia is praying and she's Just praying as willow suggested because i will never be mean to anyone again if you get me out of this unless they really mean it or i'm on my or period <laughs> forget my period <laughs> you know what you know, <laughs> that is a fair asterisk. It's not put on that. her fault. Yeah, it's a fair, like I said, like a fair asterisk to put on this request. Yeah. I mean, it's too much to ask. To, like <laughs> all your whole cycle. That's too much yeah, to ask of anybody. Is, actually. Yeah. So, you know, Cordelia, like she's being realistic, you know, mm-hmm. and Willow tells her to ask for some aspirin. And when Cordelia starts, she's like, hey. <laughs> that was funny. Hey, I, you're talking about me, giving you a headache. Okay. Also, I noticed that Willow wasn't praying. No, she was just sitting there annoyed. Yeah, exactly. Willow is Jewish. Oh, did we cover that? I don't know if it's come up yet. Okay, okay. But she is Jewish. Okay. Um, yeah, it's funny how they just never came out. They never got... No, I know. They, were they don't think it's going on. Yeah. They're just stuck in the, in the closet still. Yeah. I loved that. And no one seems to be looking for them, too, no, which is not I know, helpful. exactly. What happened? Xander was going to make sure that Buffy and Willow were both safe. Yeah, and Willow's just missing. <laughs> so we're back in the factory, and Spike comes back defeated. Yep. He says that a slayer with family and friends, that sure as hell wasn't in the brochure. <laughs> yeah, and we've, we've mentioned this a little bit before, where, like, normally slayers are very lone wolves. They don't have the support system. Mm-hmm. And they have their watchers, but they don't have, like, family and friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is new to Spike, and this is new because Buff- this is new to, like, the Slayer line, really. That this is usually how it doesn't, this is not usually how it works. Yeah. So this, that does give Buffy strength. Yeah. It makes her a more formidable Slayer because of that. So I, I like that they pointed that out from the beginning, that this is different than what other Slayers have done in the past. The vampires are like, you failed. And because, you know, St. Vigis was coming up, you ruined it already because you jumped the gun. Mm. And Spike pretends to apologize. He offers penance. Penance, yeah. He pretends to apologize and he says, oh, you know, if I could do it again, I was, I was, you know, I was impatient. And if I could do it again, he's like, I would do it exactly the same. Who am I kidding? <laughs> he's, he's so flippant and impulsive and loves life. He loves being a vampire. Yeah. Spike really does love being a vampire. And he says, what I would have done differently is I would have done this first. And he grabs Colin. Oh, my God. Throws him in a little cage. And then uses, like, the pulley system. Yeah. To, like, lift him up. up. Lift him up. And he says, we're going to have a little less ritual around here and a little more fun. And then he puts him high enough where he's in the sunlight. And you hear him scream. And he, like. Yep. 
Holy he crap. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And I never like, didn't remember if a column was actually a vampire was turned into a vampire. Oh. Like, was he something, was he some other thing? You know yeah. what I mean? Was the anointed one a vampire? Was some other one. thing? Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause they thought the other guy that was, a, he was a vampire guy. and they thought, well, the, the, um, military kind of guy that they thought was the anointed one. Oh yeah. 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 He was a vampire. So obviously, we just never saw Colin in vamp face. So I just kind of forgot that he was supposed to be a vampire. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the first time we see the vamp. Well, that's not the first time we see a vampire get dusted by the sun because uh, Luke was. Yeah, there was someone else. Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't the sun. It was fake sun. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Buffy staked him. Yeah. So I think this is actually the first time we see. She uses a mirror, and then she's like, "It's nighttime or whatever." That was. Yeah. It was just a, like a street light. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Colin, I think, is the first vampire dusted by the sun. Um, yeah, and so Spike is basically putting himself in like the leader role here in the in Sunnydale now with mm-hmm. the vampires. He is the head honcho now, and I like how at the end he did him and Drew just like wander out. And he's like, "Should we see what's on television?" Yeah, like just normal like day. every other night. That's fine. Another thing about Spike, he loves watching television. He loves like human comforts, hmm, which we will funny. see. He loves human comforts. He loves TV. He loves human food. Like, it's really funny. Can they eat food? They can. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They don't need to, but they can out of, like, for pleasure. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's the end of the episode. All right. So that was school hard. Mm-hmm. What did you, well, I guess we can talk about steak rating. We can go, like, what we thought of the episode more there. My favorite scene was the Sunnydale sign. The welcome, I mean, the welcome to Sunnydale sign scene when Spike makes Spike's his Spike's entrance. His iconic entrance into the show. Mm-hmm. And I want to say so much, and I can't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he barrels through that sign, is very iconic entrance. It's so creative. I really like that scene. Okay. And then my favorite line is Spike, uh, this big iconic line. If everyone who said, if every vamp, if every vampire who said he was at the crucifixion was actually there, it would have been like Woodstock. <laughs> Classic Spike line. That is a good line. Um, my favorite scene was the one at the end where like between Buffy and her mom, because I just felt like that was a little more development because, you know, we had that scene before where Buffy was about to get in trouble by her mom. And then it seems like Buffy's mom like kind of is trying to identify with her more, try and empathize with her more. And it's just I, I kind of like that. Um, so that was my favorite scene. And then my favorite especially line. especially with that scene earlier in the episode when she was saying, I just don't want you to disappoint me again. Yeah, exactly. Like, so that this all... was like a, this turned it around. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. it made me really not like her when she said that. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. Yep. And then my favorite line is when Giles said, I am the watcher and I'm responsible for her. I thought that was really cute. Yeah, that was a really sweet moment. Yeah, I like Especially that. with, I feel like, Z- uh, not Xander, Giles dropped the ball in when she was bad, like the first episode, when Buffy was going through like some dark shit. Yep. And he's kind of like, like, yeah. let's just train, like not, you know, seeing it or but then like as soon as they got brought up like he he was like oh yeah she's going she's a traumatic event but he i don't know he just wasn't there for her yeah exactly like so i'm glad to see him like stepping up again as the like, relationship is developing again yep. yeah it's it well, yeah and like their relationship will hit bumps in the road mm-hmm. like everybody's will um so it's not like he's just a perfect father figure and watcher forever um yeah so yeah so it ebbs and flows with them. So I'm glad it's flowing. Right. <laughs> Ebb is bad. Flow is good, I think. Right? Okay. Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, think. <laughs> I know what it means. But I don't know which one's which. I think it's flow is good. So my stake rating, I really want to say five. 
Why can't you? Because it's, I don't know, I can, I guess. But if I'm, I'm, I'm letting my emotions say five, but my mind, uh, I should say, I'm going to say 4.7. <laughs> That's very specific, okay. Yeah, 4.7. And I love, obviously, I'm going to be biased a bit because this is the entrance of my favorite character. So Spike's entrance, he's, without trying to say more stuff, like he is the most complex character on the show, in my opinion, the best written, in my opinion. So there's a lot to come with him. Um, But obviously, this starts a trajectory where the Mm -hmm. show goes for years that changes because of this character in the show. So that is very crucial, knowing everything that happens. Um, yeah, I love the stuff with Buffy and her mom. I loved the Giles of Buffy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, again, like, I didn't, I don't, I don't mind the, like, cutting away for all the, like, feature, like, all the, all the special effects stuff, because they do have to, like, cut costs early in the show. Yeah. Yep. Like, that's fine, I guess. But, like, also, like, throwing the chair, pushing the, like, janitor's cart. Thing. And they're like, well, it was, like, bowling. Like, they just all flew everywhere. It was just ridiculous. Like, it's, like, eye-rolling. Um, We did get a lot of Snyder, which I don't know if that's a good thing. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about having a lot of Snyder. I don't I know don't if I hate it, it or like it. Uh, but I do really, really like that, um, that scene between him and the cop. That was, like... Really was good. Telling. It was really yeah. telling. Like, it's like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. You know, it was the same kind of feeling as when, like, the FBI, like, knew. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like more people know. Like, mm-hmm. the, the the web or whatever of people that know yeah. is getting bigger than just yeah. Buffy's little group. That's true. You're right. Yeah. So I did, I really did really like that. I had forgotten about that scene. So, yeah, so I'm going to say 4.7, mostly carried by Spike, by yeah. Spike's arrival. Yeah. So I gave it a four. Good episode overall. Um, some of the things I liked about it was uh, I liked how they actually Willow. One of the things I liked about it was Willow's mm. um, when she took that bust and like hit it over the vampire's head and saved Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just getting her a little stronger. And I liked that. Um, I liked the stuff between Buffy and her mom, the t- development between them. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, uh, yeah, Buffy and Giles as well. Um, I I didn't like though the beginning with Buffy's mom how she just was yeah. kind of mean and I was just like oof okay I just feel like we go back and forth with her a lot like it's just like she progresses forward and then she just comes back and it's just kind of it's like almost a little bit of a roller coaster up and down with her where she's disappointed and not disappointed so I find that a little annoying but the end was good um, yeah I liked Jenny and Giles are still progressing mm-hmm. um, I thought there could have been a little more Angel in this episode not gonna lie. But I am intrigued by Spike and Drusilla. So I'm curious to see where this goes. And I forgot to mention, like, yeah, I forgot about, like, whoa, Spike and Angel know each other. There's obviously, like, serious history there. Mm -hmm. Like, what's that about? Like, that's great to, like, start that thread of uh, season two. Because that is a huge, the whole, like, Spike, Drusilla, Angel history and, like, everything. That's a huge thread of the season. Okay. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious to see more about that, actually. Really excited for this episode. I was waiting to get to this episode since we first started. So I'm very excited. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know you're Team Spike. I am Team Spike, yeah. I'm not a Spike apologist, so don't come at me. I am happily happy to give him a whack about the back of the head when he needs when he, I feel like it's warranted. He's not perfect, but uh, he is my favorite character. So okay. 
honestly, like when we first did our first, our very first episode, like very first episode, not an episode, like not Welcome to the Hellmouth, but the one before that, um, I talked about like liking characters in the show and everything, even when like it's problematic and like acknowledging that, but still being able to like it. Spike is part of that because <laughs> mm. he's not a perfect character by any stretch of imagination. Um, yeah. And, you know, calling that out, but accepting it as a whole, whatever, as a fictional character on a show. So, yeah. So excited to see where it all goes. All right. Okay. Your question for next week. In the next episode called Inca Mummy Girl, mm-hmm. someone comes to stay at Buffy's house. There's a house guest. Who is it? And it's oh, somebody right. we haven't met. You can be very broad. Like, you don't have to know their name. Uh, okay. It's either got to be a family member or, like, who else would it be? Because I'm guessing Buffy's mom is going to be in the episode. Unless Buffy just hosts some random person while her mom's away. Okay, no, I'm going to go with family member. Um, okay. An aunt or uncle. All right. Or cool. cousin. Or cousin. Or cousin. Aunt, uncle, cousin. Am I allowed to have that? You can say family member. Family member. Okay, we'll keep it broad. That. All right, so that wraps up season two, episode three, School Hard. Again, you can find us on all major podcast apps and YouTube and Instagram at One Girl at All the World Pod. You can also email us at onegirlpod at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back next week with season two, episode four, Inca Mummy Girl. Stay real soon. Bye. <laughs>